0: This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
1: Coach Roberts, it looks like he's going to bring heat, John. So no flag on that play. It is third down and 11. Dagie in the shotgun. Here comes the pressure. Dagie is long with the pass, and it's intercepted. Baylor J. has Woods. the pick. J.T. Woods running on the far side of the field. Baylor has their third takeaway in the first half against the Mountaineers. See if they can turn this one into points.
0: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
2: He's going to come out, he's going to spread them out, three by one set. Going to try to move Charlie, but they're going to bring pressure. So somebody has to win on the outside.
1: Three receivers left, one to the right side. Brewer to the end zone. It is caught. Touchdown. R.J. Sneed on the receiving end. The Bears are in the end zone. First points of the day for the Baylor Bears.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears from the three for West Virginia.
1: Any score wins it for the Mountaineers. We're in the second overtime. Bears turned it over, had an interception. Well, I guess Baylor does have two turnovers today. Hand off to Letty Brown, pushes the pile forward into the end zone, touchdown, and West Virginia wins over Baylor in two overtimes today here in Morgantown. Bears get it to overtime, in fact, double overtime, but still We'll leave town looking for the first win ever for Baylor in Morgantown, West Virginia. Final score, West Virginia 27, Baylor
0: 21 in double overtime. Now here's the State of Texas Co-Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris and Gary Ross. Hi and welcome John Morris
1: show on a Monday morning highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College Bears lost to West Virginia in double overtime Saturday in Morgantown talk about that talk about the Big 12 look at the weekend uh, as a whole get a new week going here and uh, Garrett good morning to you it's good to see you You're still sniffing as I come in, (laughs) so today's allergy check is uh, not much improvement.
2: Yeah, not much improvement. We're going to make a call after the show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Man, oh man, find somebody that can give you something Something. to help with that, for sure. Uh, Welcome, glad uh, everybody's with us as we get going on a Monday morning. Tough loss for the Bears, tough trip to uh, Morgantown. I say tough trip. Uh, Things went, uh, I think, very well, very smoothly uh, we flew separate from the team. We left as soon as I left here, right. left this studio, I went straight to the airport and we left uh, about ten thirty on Friday morning. It's a long flight in a small plane. It's a long flight, but we made it the whole way, three hours and 15 minutes without stopping for fuel going up there and flew right into Morgantown on right. in a small plane. You can do that. Uh, the team plane, larger planes, uh, they have to fly into, uh, where is that? Can't remember the name. Is it Pittsburgh? Not Pittsburgh. No, it's closer Pittsburgh? than that. But it is uh, uh, Clarksburg, Clarksburg, okay. West Virginia, is where you have to fly into with a larger plane, and then that's forty-five minutes to Morgantown. So we were fortunate; flew right into Morgantown, and um, beautiful weather. We went over and set up on Friday, and interesting thing was we went to the stadium on Friday. Mm-hmm. And few people milling around, you know, the day before a game, not as much activity as would normally be happening right. because no fans. I mean, they had no fans, uh, parents and friends uh, is who were allowed into the game, but that's it. And so there wasn't a lot of activity around the stadium on Friday, but the band was there and they were seated in the stands. This is the West Virginia band, mm-hmm. and they were on the far side of the stadium from where we were and really spaced out, like filling the whole middle section, <laughs> however many it was. I mean, right. they were really spaced out. And and uh, we thought that's probably what they would do, uh, you know, for the game, right behind the Baylor bench. Oh, yeah, so of course. So that's strategic. <laughs> um, so they were practicing while we were there and, you know, serenading us. And then get there the next day and find out no band, because they had some members test positive, so they completely nixed the band for West Virginia at the game. That's wild. So, so I guess they're
2: out there, and then they did a test later that afternoon. I just, guess I don't man. know. I don't know when it happened. That's
1: insane. Something changed from Friday afternoon <laughs> to Saturday morning. So uh, no band. So it was just. It was kind of like uh, I ran into uh, Shane Lyons, the West Virginia athletic director, two booths down from ours at halftime. I guess he was in there, and. um uh, we both agreed it was kind of like a spring scrimmage is right. what it's like cuz you got you know two teams going against each other they're full pads but there's very few people in the stands.
2: I think that's a good way to describe it because when you watch those spring games on TV, you know it's you'll have like some crowd out there, but none. And like I said, you won't have the bands, you don't have the drill teams, and yeah. everything. So yeah, that's a good description of
1: it. Yeah, they did have some yell leaders there. They were in the north end zone, not even close to the field, like up in the you know mm. uh, lower lower level of the stands in the north end zone. So they had a few. You couldn't hear them, you know. It really, I was make...
2: say. You Might as well put them down. If there's no fans, <laughs> they're not going to be around anybody. I know,
1: I know. <laughs> I know. That's true. So, uh, really interesting in that respect with no fans. Now, things are opening up for West Virginia. They're off this Saturday, and they'll play on the 17th, hosting Kansas, and they'll allow 25% of fans in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked the question, what's changed, uh, you know, that they'll be able to allow fans the next game. And they said, you know, just, uh, I don't really know. Uh, Things are just getting better, so we're going to have fans.
2: See, that was what was confusing to me, because if you're going to have them, you're bringing Baylor in, you know, why not start it then? I was just confused on why wait two weeks until Kansas. I I guess they are confused as well.
1: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's fine. It sort of works in the visiting team's favor, the fewer fans that are there. Uh, but it was a little odd. But, man, it was a beautiful day. It was, like, low 60s mm-hmm. and sunny. It was real foggy starting out, but that cleared off really fast. And it it was just a beautiful day.
2: I know the pictures you were sending, I was like, yeah, that looks awesome right <laughs> yeah, it there. It was but, nice. Yeah, I mean, that was perfect football weather and everything. You you would have liked to have seen Baylor get the win, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, it, it looked like y'all were having a great time up there. Yeah,
1: all up until the final score, yeah. you know, it was a great time. Um we were about we were about three weeks early to seeing the leaves change. There were uh-huh. a few you know, a few trees you yeah. could see but i've I've been there when it is just spectacular with the changing of the leaves. I love that. I do too, because we really don't have that. People around here just really don't know how beautiful that is.
2: And I, and that's the thing. and I could only imagine being able to go up there and see that because all the scenery and everything, yeah. it's got to be amazing. yeah,
1: so we're we're a little bit early for that. Uh, on the field, uh, Baylor, uh, to be honest, didn't play that well, especially offensively. Uh, offense only had 256 yards total for the game so just struggled to get things going offensively Uh, defensively played really well Uh, special teams not near as productive as they were against Kansas Mm -hmm. in the win the week before Um, but still even at that uh, four takeaways by Baylor including a muff punt and 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 really gave the Bears a chance kept them in the game with those takeaways
2: that was a blew my mind is you're winning the turnover battle but you can't score off yep. of them you know and you're not that's not a, a recipe for how to win a game and it was unfortunate to see and you just there was no really movement from the offensive line they couldn't get anything going and yeah they just struggled
1: yeah so that was it and, and we said it over the course of the game you're getting these turnovers but not getting any points mm-hmm. to show for it and uh it turned out to be costly Uh, Missed a couple of field – well, missed two field goals by John Mayers, 46 and 48, and then they tried a 51-yarder right before halftime. Noah Rauschenberg with a longer leg, he tried that one, and it was blocked. A lot of times on those long field goal attempts, the the launch level or the, Mm -hmm. the angle that it's going out, you know, is lower, and sure enough, that was blocked. So, really, technically we missed three field goals on the day. Uh, did score late on a uh, sort of a patented Charlie Brewer drive, touchdown to Josh Fleeks uh, that tied the game at 14. And Coach Aranda said it after the game, that drive, he said, that's the Charlie Brewer I've heard about. You know, that's the Charlie Brewer that's, you know, Captain Clutch and and gets the Bears in the end zone to tie or win the game uh, in in fourth quarter situations. So uh, that was interesting to hear him say he'd seen it on tape, but now he's seen it in person with Charlie.
2: It's crazy that, like, you couldn't just turn him loose somehow and let it, yeah. let that be the case. And I'm sure that's what they're going to take a look at this week because you're right, when he when he gets in that mindset and he's going, you can't. there's really yeah. nothing you can really he's do. He's
1: very good at it. He's very good at that. And then tied the game there, went into overtime. Uh, you know, uh, Baylor scored on one play, their first possession of overtime, a 25-yard pass to uh, Ben Sims, the tight end went to double overtime, and uh, Baylor threw an interception with possession first, and West Virginia comes down and scored on the touchdown that we played, the, mm-hmm. the highlight of, Letty Brown scoring, and that was it, 27-21. Bears lose in overtime. Uh, Baylor had two overtime games last year. Remember uh, TCU beat mm-hmm. TCU in three overtimes and then lost to Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. That was overtime also, 30-23. to so uh, played overtime. I guess two of our last three ga- or three of our two of our last four games, including the bowl game. But uh, dropped this one on the road to the uh, Mountaineers and Baylor's now zero five all time against West Virginia in Morgantown.
2: That's wild to think of, I and mean, they've, they've had so many opportunities yeah. where you could get it, and for whatever reason you just can't get over yeah, that
1: hump. That's it, and a good win for West Virginia. I mean, but playing at home, uh, really good win for them. Uh, Baylor was without uh, some defensive guys, three defensive Mm -hmm. starters, five, I think the number was five, uh, defensive guys overall not available due to uh, either contact tracing or positive COVID tests. And uh, that's certainly a factor. You know, I'm finding out now each week as we get closer to game time, that's kind of the key key element or, Mm -hmm. or certainly a key element is how many guys are you going to not have available right and your opponent uh who and how many guys are they not going to have available
2: that's a good point man and it, you know that gives some people a real advantage and others not depending on the position group and I think Baylor even without those players they did they had a strong defensive performance so you can only yeah. imagine what they would have been able to do but you know I think if it's you know your offensive line or you know your quarterback then you're really going to be behind the eight ball but They were able to overcome that. And once they get those guys back in, I think we'll see, you know, a stronger, even stronger performance from that defense.
1: Yeah, and mentioning the offensive line, that was the position that was hit the week before. And so I think part of it was those guys were back, but they haven't had a lot of work Mm -hmm. together. So maybe this open date comes at a really good time. You know, maybe uh, keep those guys healthy, keep everybody healthy and get some extra work with an open date this Saturday, and then hopefully they'll be firing on all cylinders to play
2: uh, Oklahoma State in two weeks. But you're definitely going to need to. Yeah. Because Oklahoma State's really good, but, I mean, like you're saying, it, that, building that chemistry is going to be important. And if you can keep everybody healthy, then we can actually see what Baylor's going to be able to do. Yeah. So uh, maybe it comes at a good time. I mean, it,
1: it is what it is schedule-wise, mm-hmm. but to get a little extra work and, and uh, hopefully some continuity in that offensive line – Hopefully that will be a plus factor for Coach Aranda and the Bears. Uh, Oklahoma State is—am I right? Oklahoma State's the only undefeated team in the league. They are at three and 3 and zero overall, and two and zero in Big Twelve play. Uh, Oklahoma State is two and zero in the conference. Kansas State is two and zero in the conference, and Iowa State is two and zero in the Big Twelve as well. Oklahoma State jumps up to where number 10. 10 yeah. Right. In the AP poll from 17 up to 10. Uh, Cowboys blasted um, Kansas 47 to 7 on Saturday. Uh, Oklahoma State uh, now the highest ranked Big 12 team and they're at number 10.
2: It's like <laughs> if, if you're the Big 12 and I know this is totally out there it's like, if you want a chance, do you just let them win through? But, I mean, no, they, they've really – the Big 12's in a bad position as far as trying to set somebody up to get into the college football playoff. But, yeah, Oklahoma State right now is your, your only opportunity.
1: Well, there's nine other schools out there that don't want to give them exactly. just a walk. I know. You know, to the, to the playoff. But you're right. Uh, we'll talk more about it and, and review the weekend coming up in a bit. But Oklahoma lost, uh, Texas lost, and uh, Oklahoma State is taking advantage there. Now the highest-ranked team in the Big 12. Oklahoma is not in the top 25.
2: That is insane.
1: Two weeks ago, they were number three in the nation. They, uh, they lost to Kansas State, and then they lost on Saturday uh, and drop out of the top 25.
2: That's going to be weird next week. You know, go. I mean, this week. This, this week, going in, Texas going OU. Yeah. Texas OU, and it's like, what do you even expect? I, I don't even have a clue. Texas is 22 in the nation
1: after their loss to TCU so, I bet you, and it's probably in their game notes already, with Texas at 22 and Oklahoma unranked, I bet mm-hmm. that's the lowest for those two in a meeting in a long, long time.
2: Oh, it has to be. Yeah. And I, and I don't even know what you could say about Oklahoma at this point because Spencer Rattler, it's not like he played bad. You know, he had a good game, but I think when you, those losing Kennedy Brooks and uh, the, the other runner, I, he's, it's slipping my mind that went to Ohio State. Yeah. That really hurts you. Trey and, Yeah, Trey Sermon. They just got a lot of. Th- they needed a lot of work up there in Norman. Yeah.
1: And it's a freshman quarterback. Exactly. And, and he is really good. But uh, my wife actually, I mean, here's how much it is on the radar. She said, man, what's wrong with Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> she know, she noticed it. And uh, so that's saying something right there.
2: Oh, no doubt. And, <laughs> and I think a lot of people are looking at it like that. Like, man, what what's going on yeah. here? Because that's, usually that's how you identify the success of the Big 12. Yeah.
1: That's what they're doing. All right, we'll look a little deeper at the Big 12 and the weekend uh, coming up in a bit. We're off and rolling on this Monday morning. Glad you're with us. Beautiful weather here in central Texas. Uh, Let's check on, on weather and have more, and we'll be back on the other side. John Morris, Garrett Ross, John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive.
3: Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nietzsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nietzsche Group. Learn more at the com.
4: Fox 44 weather update, I'm meteorologist Emily K. It's gonna be a cool and windy start to the day with temperatures in the upper 40s and lower 50s. Temperatures will be in the upper 70s and lower 80s in the afternoon. Skies will be mostly sunny throughout the day. Tonight temperatures will drop down into the upper 50s with mostly clear skies. Tuesday will be slightly warmer with highs in the mid to upper 80s and mostly sunny skies. The rest of the week will be sunny and dry with highs in the 80s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 news at 530 and 9 for your forecast first.
1: DMRA Fine Jewelers on West
5: Waco Drive. My house I know the way it should be.
4: For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win vote today and every day until december 4th go to gencofcu.org no purchase necessary to vote refinance and pay less for your vehicle keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash annual percentage rate subject to change without notice subject to credit approval membership eligibility and loan policies for more information go to gencofcu.org ncua equal housing lender hi i'm mark stewart with bird Colgen ford it's that time of year. It's football season. Berg-Colgen Ford's a proud support of the best high school
6: football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Berg-Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Berg-Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936.
1: Show on this Monday morning, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Please, you're with us today. We'll look around the Big Twelve, uh, wrap up the weekend. Coming up next segment, uh, a lot of other things to wrap up from the weekend. Baylor soccer, man, they are uh, they are majoring in those zero zero uh, draws, aren't they? Their defense is phenomenal. <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> that, that offense, we got to get that going. Absolutely <laughs> is. They have uh, Baylor soccer is o one and three. They in four matches. They've played three scoreless draws in double overtime. Most recently was Friday night against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, the number four team in the nation, and uh, a zero-zero scoreless draw from uh, from Friday.
2: I was thinking this has to. be, I, I, I'm gonna look into this. This got to be creeping up for some sort of record. <laughs> it has to be yeah. It has to, be to be doing this. <laughs> I, I was like, I was listening to the the. It was over the weekend. I was listening to you and Mac talk, uh-huh. but on the pregame. And they started talking about the soccer game. I was like, they did this again? <laughs> I was like, that's wild,
1: man. They did. And, uh, you know, it's – I mean, that's the number four team in the nation. You just tied them. So, mm-hmm. I guess you feel – or I know you do. you got to feel good about that result.
2: You definitely do. I mean, there's – theres I mean, obviously that the defense is what's leading the charge for this team. It's getting the offensive production, but you cannot – I mean, you can't really look at any negative right. to say you're doing anything wrong. Right. And, but the, they're And they're young. Yeah. So it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. Just got to get the ball in the basket right. at some <laughs> point, you know. Um,
1: but uh, it was still not a bad result at all. I, I don't want to uh, in- intimate that it no. is. It's not at all because uh, against the number four team in the nation and the three scoreless draws, Jerry Hill makes the point, are against the three teams that were picked one, two, and three in the Big 12 in the preseason.
2: There's nothing to yeah. be upset about yeah. with that then yeah. at
1: all. Tech. TCU and Oklahoma State are the uh, the draws, and then an overtime loss at Iowa State. So Baylor soccer another scoreless draw, and uh, they will be at home again this week, hosting Kansas on Friday at uh, Betty Lou May's Field. Baylor volleyball uh, swept through Kansas over the not Kansas uh, swept through TCU over the weekend, uh, beat them 3-0 on Friday and 3-0 on Saturday. So Baylor volleyball kind of uh, flexing their muscle, the number two team in the nation. They'll host Oklahoma this week, and mm-hmm. it's a little different. It's Thursday and Friday for uh, Baylor Volleyball instead of what has sort of become the new normal of a Friday-Saturday. But uh, Thursday at 6 and Friday at 6 for Baylor OU Volleyball from the Farrell Center.
2: I wonder if that has anything to do with Oklahoma and Texas playing football on Saturday. Uh, I you think need it might. them to be open up to watch that game. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it might. Although it's Baylor's home match, so Baylor would probably have control of right. that. So, might might factor in a little Maybe bit. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and there may be some other factors that we don't even know about with that also. So, volleyball is 3-1 and one now, and they are hosting OU on Thursday and Friday. Baylor men's golf, uh, big weekend, uh, Big 12 Match Play Championship was this weekend. And for the second time in three years, Mike McGraw and Baylor Men's mm-hmm. Golf are the Big 12 champions, and that is just a tremendous accomplishment here in the fall.
2: It really is, and I think it's a testament to both golf programs. When you see what the girls were able to do last week, yeah. they kind of set the bar high, and the yeah. guys are like, oh, well, we got to follow that <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Let's <laughs> we'll see. So, No, but that's uh, that's awesome that both of those teams are able to have the success they are this season. Yep, yeah, really good.
1: Baylor beat Oklahoma State in the championship uh, yesterday, so Well done by Coach Mike McGraw and Baylor men's golf Big 12 champions. Uh, I think that's it uh, that I wanted to mention from the weekend. I I do want to mention this. Uh, Dutch Schrader passed away on Friday. Walter uh, sent us the news on Friday afternoon. Uh, Those of you who have been around Baylor for a while, you know Dutch. and, uh, And probably it just brings a smile to your face when you think about Dutch Schrader. Former Baylor baseball player, former Baylor uh, baseball coach. He was the coach before Mickey Sullivan. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then from the time that he uh, stopped coaching, he, he stayed at Baylor, working at Baylor, and then was just a tireless worker for the B Association, the Letterman's Association at Baylor. Uh, I mean, Dutch really really ramrodded that whole deal, the Letterman's Lounge at uh, Floyd Casey Stadium. And then Walter took over and now the beautiful new Letterman's Lounge at McLean Stadium. But Dutch was always right there, front and center. And just a real heart for for Letterman, for Baylor, for Baylor Athletics. Uh, he was 96 years old when he passed away. Um, by all accounts, just uh, uh, very peacefully passed mm-hmm. away on Friday afternoon. So, uh, again, brings up a lot of memories, and they're all good memories of Dutch Schrader.
2: I wasn't aware of who he was. Uh, my Twitter timeline filled up with everybody you know that he had impacted. You know, all positive thoughts going out to him. And uh, one of the things I noticed the most was John McLean talking about that used to be his neighbor. You know, and they would oh, play yeah. catch in the backyard and everything. Cool. So I thought it was really awesome. So you know, I'm glad that he was able to live out his life long. And you know, it, it's sad, but
1: you know. Ninety-six years old for Dutch <laughs> Schrader, so uh, really a, a great legacy left by Dutch. So we're going to do our Sikkim podcast this week, a tribute to Dutch. So putting that together in the next couple of days, and uh, you'll enjoy hearing about that. Q. Dutch was so cool. You know Dutch? Yeah. 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 And I just oh, really? And I passed away oh, on wow. fri- Passed away on Friday afternoon.
5: He was the coolest. I mean, like cooler than
1: cool. Yeah, exactly. Switch mics, Garrett says.
5: He was cooler than cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so where did you, how did you know um, him?
5: I met him at an event with John McClain. Yeah. Um, it was uh, It was that softball tournament that we always do every yeah. year. Yeah. And, um, and then we always are at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame for a dinner afterwards, and he was there with Larry Elkin. And so they were sitting there and they were telling stories and it's like they were running buddies, you know, and so uh, once Larry gets going, you you know, he just starts going and then Dutch starts going. He's like, oh, Larry doesn't, you know, and so it was like, it was almost like a a angry married couple, but it was all in good fun. And so I just, I'm one of those that I could just sit there as much as I talk, I could sit there and just totally soak in when people are talking, Yeah, especially when it's, Great information yeah. and, and with those two, those that two, would be pretty good. Yes, yeah. and so they were just, you know, they're sitting together. And it was me, Larry, and Dutch sitting at the same table, just all. while well, they were talking, I was listening. It was just, it was great, and he was such a character. Yeah, man, I loved his character. He, he was just he had so much spirit. And so that's it, that's it, man.
1: He did a lot of living in 96 years. Yes, he really yes, did. Yes,
5: absolutely. And I mean, he told me stories and, and he started talking and he's like, Oh man, I, I got another part of the story, but I'm sure you don't want to hear it. And I was like, no, I really do. <laughs> you know, like, "No, Tell me more. Tell me yeah. more. It'd be great. Oh man, that's, that's a tough one, man. That's a, that's a tough there's been a lot of tough ones in twenty twenty, but man, Dutch was a good dude. That is tough. I it really is. Dude.
1: But died peacefully, ninety six yeah. years old. Yeah, that's so. the way to go. If you're yeah, gonna I know. go I peacefully know. And, I know. and
5: I mean like you said, he did a lot of living in ninety six years. Right. So that's awesome. But man, I mean I'm glad you you said it, even though I'm not glad you said it because right, it's bad. Sure. But I'm glad to hear it because right. now I know. But man, Dutch was a good dude. Yeah, he was really, a really good. good dude. So. Yeah, didn't mean and to interrupt you guys. No, you're no, good, no, it's
1: fine. That's that fits right in. And think about how many people he touched in yes. all that time, and how many people are telling that same story. Exactly. You know that you're saying yeah, right now.
5: Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, I I didn't. I mean, I didn't know him early in life I, I knew him much later in life but you just I mean him reminiscing and telling all these different stories and you know telling me about Larry and oh well Larry could do this and Larry getting the Larry's ah well you know I couldn't really do that you know it's just it was so funny man and just hearing those two guys talk with each other was it was a great conversation so that's that's a uh, that's a bummer, man. That can, really is.
1: Can you picture him when he was coaching baseball at Baylor? <laughs> kind of a crusty old coach, yeah, you know. Exactly. And, I can and, totally imagine. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, so
5: imagine. And It's funny because one of the days that he was there, he had a he had a visor hat on, yeah. but it was with I've like. I've seen it. You seen the your, hair? Yeah. The hair, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just had me rolling. I mean, that's that, funny. without saying a word, <laughs> right. Garrett, he was just a character, just looking at him, just kind of like, okay, cool. That,
1: that's exactly right. He was a character when he didn't even open his mouth, yeah. And then he starts telling stories and it's, a, and it's, it's a wild. that's awesome yeah so I had you know I had a lot of interaction with Dutch through the years Here's one that I thought of uh, I would host the uh, Hall of Fame banquet and uh, it used to be not as big as it is now right. we held it in the Letterman's lounge mm-hmm. a lot of years and one Friday night it was the the uh, uh, Hall of Fame induction banquet and it was terrible weather it was a real storm yeah. and I got delayed by that storm getting there. And I was the MC, and right. I was supposed to be there to get it started. <laughs> right. Well, I got delayed, and when I got there, I walk in. Dutch is up front, and he he started the started the of meeting. He, he did. started the dinner. <laughs> of course he I did. I said, "All right, good job, Dutch." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. He's going to keep it on time. Yes, he's he starting is. that meeting, That's so, so well done, Dutch. <laughs> yeah, man,
5: Dutch was a good dude. Yeah, that was a good dude. Well, really good. Thanks for sharing that hey, with us. Hey, no, no problem. Yeah, I, I As I mean, soon as I heard it, I was sitting at my desk, and I was like. Dutch? Dutch. Wait, what? Exactly. So, doesn't yeah. that name Man. fit him perfect? Yeah. I mean, he's Man. a guy
1: that has to have a, a nickname, and, yeah, and yeah. it's he, Dutch.
5: He's a guy that you can you can say by one name, yeah. and you know exactly who you're talking about. That's exactly right. Th- those special guys, right. you can say just one name.
1: That's Dutch. That's right. There and there aren't many people like that. Nope. Dutch. So.
5: Butch. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. That's right. That's just what it is. That's it. All right, see you.
1: Thanks, Q. I- Appreciate it. So there you go. There's uh, a tribute in its own right to a Dutch Raider who passed away on Friday. Take a break. When we come back, we'll look around the Big 12 from the weekend. An interesting weekend, to say the least. We'll look back at that. We'll look ahead at a uh, relatively light schedule of games coming up this weekend. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center. They're at I-35 and Loop 340 South, right there at the bend of Loop 340. You can give them a call at 254-662-0676. You can do uh, all your shopping and uh, buying online, if you prefer, at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check it out. Go by and uh, visit and tell Ken and Mary Sorley we sent you by. That is Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340 South in Waco. At MarineLand Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why MarineLand is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. MarineLand Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South or visit marineland ecoco
5: Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. If you spend $20, mm-hmm. you can use a coupon. Mm-hmm. Well, none of us have spent $20 by ourselves. If we all come together like Wet Cheeks, we'll have over the $20 threshold. We could use a coupon to get a discount. That makes sense to me. Of course it did. And I mean, I contributed $10 to it. No, you didn't. And Stephen gave $10. Well, no, Stephen didn't do anything. Stephen just... Yeah, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: let's not talk about me, though. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Recently on the Matt Mosley Show, I
0: feel like I feel like well, boy, that's always tough. That that
1: uh, director you just mentioned, when he started with Six Cents, he's just never quite been able to get back up to that level. Like every movie after that was sort of like, "There's a swimming pool and bad things happen in the swimming pool." That seemed to be mostly the plot. In fact, he's going to do one on the Falwell family soon.
3: This classic Matt Mosley Show moment brought to you by Central National Bank. Bank different, bank central. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 6.
1: Southwest Sports Medicine and
6: Orthopedics, we get you back in the game. Let's face it, some people just like driving around in the nude. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters to talk about those truck owners that know they have naked trucks, but simply don't care. You'll hear them saying something like, I'm just driving around free and easy, nothing constricting me. Gross, but there is something that can entice almost any naked truck owner, leather. I mean, they kind of go together, right? And Pickup Outfitters is an authorized dealer and professional installer of cat skin leather seats. So I'm asking you to do your part and help us in truck nudity. The next time you're near your naked truck owner friend, you can say something like, you know what would really be sexy on your truck? Leather. And they'll get that sly smile and you know you've hit them in their weak spot. Pickup Outfitters installs factory matching leather kits or custom kits in just about any color combination for your truck or even car. It's the sexy thing to do. You can be part of the problem or you can create a commotion with cat skin leather seats at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco.
0: ESPN Radio Sports. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN
5: Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday 8 to 6, Saturday 8 to 5. The Cowboys fell to 1 and 3 on the season after losing 49-38 to the Browns. After the game, I caught up with wide receiver Amari Cooper to ask what was head coach Mike McCarthy's message to the team about the way the Cowboys have started the season. Uh,
3: We're just not playing with confidence right now. That's that's his message. Um, We're not playing with confidence for whatever reason, especially
5: to start the game. We we can't continue to do that. I think that's gonna be the emphasis going forward. Um we're gonna to try to correct that the best way we, we can. The Texans dropped to 0 and 4 after falling to the Vikings 31-23. Deshaun Watson was twenty for thirty-three for three hundred yards and two touchdowns in a losing effort. On the diamond, the ALDS gets started this afternoon between the Astros and the A's. First pitch is at
0: three oh seven on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every twenty minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
2: second and six. It's a keeper for Duggan. Up the middle.
1: 20, 15, 10, 5.
2: Touchdown, Max
6: Duggan. Scores it here from 26 yards
0: out. Now the Frogs with the touchdown. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
6: Hardy takes the snap, hands it to Hall, up the middle,
0: Brees for the touchdown. to the voice of the Bears and the state of Texas co-sportscaster of the year, John Morris.
1: Back with us, John Morris show on this Monday morning. Highlight cuts in there from uh, the TCU Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brian Estridge with the call. Talk about the Frogs win in Austin over Texas. And then from John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones, the Iowa State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Iowa State with the win over Oklahoma on Saturday evening. A couple of uh, surprising, uh, in most camps, surprising results from Saturday in the Big 12 Conference. Let's go back to, uh, we talked about the Baylor game. Uh, Baylor falling in overtime to West Virginia, 27-21. Jerry Hill reminds me, Baylor also played overtime against Tech last year. So we had three games in overtime last season. Now this one, the second game of the year, And the Bears lose in two overtimes. It's West Virginia's first overtime win since 2013. That's crazy. So going back a ways, and uh, and they do win it. So West Virginia over Baylor 27-21. TCU in Austin beats Texas 33-31. You heard the call from Brian Estridge. Uh, Max Duggan played really well at quarterback. A real key there uh, as we were keeping up with that game was Texas fumbled at the one-yard line with two and a half minutes to go. Going in, mm-hmm. they fumbled uh, at the one-yard line. Would have uh, Had they scored there, would have given them the lead, but a turnover at the one, and TCU wins it by two.
2: That was probably one of the ugliest football games I've ever watched <laughs> really? in my life. You, it took three times, three chances, to even get the kickoff going. <laughs> the opening kickoff. Yeah, And, and then there was just like flags on every opportunity but man tcu come in there wasn't phased not scared not intimidated and we talked about it on friday the success that they've had and man max duggan just took control of that game and that that on that one clip you were talking about with that touchdown run i I was sitting there watching the game with steven and texas defense for whatever reason just opened the middle up it it was just nothing but green grass in the end zone and he just took total advantage of it man but yeah it was a uh, it was an interesting game to say the least but TCU definitely looked like the better team in that in that instance.
1: TCU has now beaten Texas 6 of the last 7 meetings and uh, 7 of the last 9. So for whatever reason, TCU has Texas number, Gary Patterson has their number.
2: That's the thing right there. It, it, I think it really goes into coaching because the players funnel in and out through that timeline, but for whatever he just knows how to beat them and he's I, I think that's key honestly because a lot of the times I guess s- schools can go in there and say, oh we got to go to Texas you know whatever reason they're not intimidated they don't care it doesn't matter and and they know that we have an opportunity and I, I was talking with Steven is like how come that doesn't reflect over into recruiting yeah. right like you yeah. sh- that should be something during the <laughs> Metroplex you know but you know hats off to the horn frogs for that win. so 33 31 the final
1: uh, TCU is one and one overall one and one in conference Texas is two and one overall they're one and one in the big 12 with that loss to uh, TCU uh, other results from Saturday uh, let's see uh, Tech and K State K State won over Tech it was in Manhattan 31-21 was the final score there good win for K State just looking at the the numbers from that uh, Alan Bowman went out uh, you said with a leg injury. <laughs> Yeah, it was a leg injury the tech quarterback had to go out of that game. But a big win for Kansas State, 31-21. Oklahoma State beat Kansas uh, 47-7. to Cowboys, uh, the only undefeated team in the Big 12. Only one uh, at 3-0. and And that sounds strange. I mean, here we are yeah. in October and they're 3-0. and But uh, they're the only undefeated team. That sounds strange also. Then the nightcap on Saturday was Oklahoma and Iowa State. It was in Ames. And uh, back and forth game, we got back, we landed about 9.30, 9.45 mm-hmm. and got to the car and I turned this game on immediately. And uh, again, it was back and forth from there. Oklahoma scored as I was driving home to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Iowa State got a big, I think, kick return uh, or punt return to get down close. They scored. And uh, Iowa State beats them 37 to 30 was the final score.
2: I think that's really awesome. I like how Iowa State and Kansas State have responded after those opening season well, losses. You know, you, you make the adjustments and, and everything. But you know, it was a really great win for Iowa State. That's always a tough place to go and play, you know. But they were able to get that that win. And I think it was just, man, what like? would you have more questions about Oklahoma? Like what's going on there? But, yeah, it was, it was
1: really fun. So, Oklahoma is 0 and 2 in the Big 12. They are 1 and 2 on the season. First, uh, uh, at the end of the game, uh, I was home and watched the end of it. Sean McDonough said, first back to back regular season losses for Oklahoma since <laughs> 1999. Wow. Bob Stoop's first year was uh, the last time they lost back to back regular season games. And they are out of the top 25. I'm sure it's been a while since. I don't know that, you know, for, to say mm-hmm. for sure but I'm sure it's been a while since they've been out of the top 25. Iowa State is 2-1 and one overall. They are 2-0 and in the Big 12, and Iowa State is back in the poll with that win. They are at number 24 this week, so uh, Cyclones at 24, Texas at 22, Oklahoma State at 10. No OU from the Big 12 in the top 25.
2: It's just so weird to go through here and look, and because, you know, when we were looking at it at the start, you had everybody in the mix, and then now it's just like, poof, yeah. just evaporated. <laughs> Ooh,
1: man, strange. Uh, and, and we may be in for more of that as this uh, crazy season goes on. So those are the results from the weekend. Look ahead this week. Uh, only three games coming up this Saturday in the Big 12. It's Texas OU, or if you prefer OU Texas, coming up Saturday morning from the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, 11 a.m. on Fox for the Sooners and the Longhorns. 2.30 on ABC, Tech at Iowa State. Uh, Cyclones try to keep that Cyclone magic going in Ames. And then 3 o'clock on Fox, Kansas State at TCU. So looks like a back-to-back Big 12 games on Fox on Saturday with OU Texas uh, first at 11 and then K-State TCU
2: at 3. I think it's weird to me. The most intriguing game is that TCU and K State game. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. And, and, and thinking about it being Oklahoma Texas day, that's hard to believe. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of like tuning into the Texas Oklahoma game, what it's going to look like. Yeah, you know, because you always have that awesome crowd. That the split right down the middle, which and is everything. part of the pageantry yeah. of all that. And, you know, no state fair. It's yeah. just going to be really surreal. Yeah, that
1: that'll be very very different yeah. for that game. Is it no fans? Is that what it is?
2: I need to look. I mean. It, It'll be limited. I'm sure yeah. it's limited. Probably like 25%. It'll be limited, yeah. But, but still.
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah we'll find out. It probably is 25% um, attendance there for Texas OU coming up this weekend. So that's the schedule of games. Baylor does not play this Saturday. Next up for the Bears, Baylor in Oklahoma State, Saturday, October 17th. We uh, will probably get a kick time for that today from mm-hmm. the uh, – TV partners and from the Big 12 Conference, so we look forward to that. Uh, that's a homecoming game for Baylor. You talk about things looking different. Yeah, Homecoming on the Baylor campus will be very different this year.
2: And they're not going to be able to do the parade, right?
1: I don't think so. I haven't heard for sure, but I I, I don't think you want people gathering like that.
2: Yeah, I don't think that there's any way you could do that. and that, That's just weird because that's one of the – Key tradition. I mean, yeah. y'all started that. Baylor started <laughs> yeah. that. So yeah, that's definitely going to be weird.
1: That's true. Oh yeah, that's true. It's to be the first year if there's no parade. Yeah. First year uh, without a parade. Well, we had one rained out a few years ago, but uh, first time in a long time without that. Yeah, that's going to be really. I don't know. That's just going to be odd. Very odd. All right, there's a look around the Big 12, uh, results from the weekend. Look ahead to the upcoming weekend. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Baseball continues into the Divisional Series this week. We'll uh, look at that. Astros play this afternoon in Oakland. Well, not in Oakland. Uh, They're playing at the neutral sites now as they reach the Division Series. So uh, we'll look at that when we come back. Look ahead. And more when we come back. Glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. You can call Amanda at 254-495-0338. Or better yet, just Google search Amanda Cunningham, get her Facebook page, go there and get all the great information on her Facebook page, including the Waco Hood Watch and the 254 series of videos. All that, uh, uh, just Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor or Caldwell Banker Realtor and follow the links to her Facebook page. It is Amanda Cunningham Caldwell Banker Apex Realtor.
3: Cunningham Realtor with Colewell Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
5: In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel & Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com.
0: Recently on Game Time.
1: Okay, so stretch just before, and I'm talking seconds before the microphones open. Well, y- you know, I-, I look at Garrett and, and say, the beauty of baseball to me is that there's no there's no clock. And uh, he goes, "Oh no no, no they're too long." And that's fine to have that opinion. I said, "Well, Gary, you got to understand, you're young and I'm old." He goes, "Well, that's true." He hey. just, just he just threw me under the bus for being a little elderly. I
2: know. You know. I think after yesterday with the dog incident, you were owed that one. <laughs> okay.
1: Exactly. Oh yeah, that's right. He wanted he wanted to make too much after you. Yeah. And I.
2: Wasn't that wasn't that a very
1: kind thing to do? See, I got yeah. our back stretch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'll right by the way, Garrett, don't day Don't take it, buddy. Just a, stab him back whenever he tries to. <laughs> whenever he tries to throw one of those zingers at you. One of the many things that happened is his uh, memory,
1: and I forgot all about that <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you didn't clearly.
0: Nope. <laughs> this is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
6: With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this
1: unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a
6: free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your
0: document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600, ubeo.com.
1: Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide-open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home
0: today. ESPN Radio Sports. Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you
5: by Valleylane Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, eight to six. Saturday, eight to five. The Cowboys fell to one and three on the season after losing 49-38 to the Browns. After the game, I caught up with wide receiver Amari Cooper to ask what was head coach Mike McCarthy's message to the team about the way the Cowboys have started the season. Uh,
3: we're just not playing with confidence right now. That's, that's his
5: message. Um, we're not playing with confidence for whatever reasons, especially to start the game. We we can't continue to do
2: that. I think that's gonna be an emphasis going forward. Um we're gonna to try to correct that the best way we,
5: we can. The Texans dropped the 0-4 after falling to the Vikings 31-23. Deshaun Watson was twenty for thirty-three for three hundred yards and two touchdowns in a losing effort. On the diamond, the ALDS gets started this afternoon between the Astros and the A's. First pitch is at three oh seven on Fox Sports Central Texas.
0: Sports Center, every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: with us john morris show on this monday morning brought to you in part by alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat football season we've talked a lot of football today it's fall and hunting seasons as well at alan samuels it is truck season some terrific deals going on in the ram power days here in the month of october also jeep adventure days check that out employee pricing for all back on most gladiator models of jeep 2020 Cherokees now featuring 0% financing for 72 months, no payments for 90 days. Great deals available there as well. You can shop, apply, and buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com. They deliver Allen Samuels an FCA Customer First Award of Excellence winner. And we're brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Love telling you about uh, all the great things going on at the Baylor Club. And as of today, today, October 5th, they are back to normal operating hours. That means uh, they've been open for uh, three and a half hours already for a breakfast, two and a half hours. Uh, for breakfast and then regular lunch and regular dinner. Uh, So regular operating hours back to uh, somewhat normal at the Baylor Club. They did a fantastic job working through the pandemic with the uh, Club Eats to Go, and that is still available. But now a a more normal schedule as well, and they've got the uh, big uh, uh, walls that are up. Inside the Baylor Club, so that you can spread out your tables and be socially distanced in there. So, check it out, BaylorClub.com. You can give them a call at 254 710 8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Steven Simcox uh, comes in with Garrett and I, and uh, just giving details uh, about Matt Mosley, who uh, I am sorry to say I didn't know about any of this until yesterday. And then just still kind of piecing things together. But, Stephen, you found out Friday my, Matt had been in a bicycle accident and uh, won't be with us on the show today. He's still with us. He's in the hospital. But apparently a, a fairly serious bicycle accident.
3: Yes. Uh, unfortunately, Matt sustained some some injuries, and he's still in the hospital. I mean, he's alert and appears to be okay, but it's going to take some time to recover. Um, so I got it, I texted him on Friday afternoon and I got a text back from a, uh, from his phone, but it was a Dallas paramedic type. Oh, that's not so, good. No, that's never good. Um, and Matt's been in the hospital this weekend. Uh, and you know, as we get more information and get permitted to share more information, we will, but, um, been communicating with his family a little bit and he's making strides, but sustained some pretty significant injuries. So, um, he's not going to be with us all week and then we'll kind of just see where we go after that sure but um yeah scary moment so just thoughts to to him and um tom barfield will be doing three to six with me and we'll just sort of roll along but yeah uh, a tough weekend for uh for all of us here at the station because it was just really unexpected i mean these things happen but um it's just one of those things that that obviously shocks you when when it goes down
1: so you got, you got you texted him, got a reply from a Dal- Dallas paramedic. Yes. And then called the number, and the uh, EM- EMIS- EMRI- EMR guy uh, answered the phone, but you haven't actually talked to Matt yet.
3: Well, he, he put me on speakerphone, and I communicated with Matt, and that was on Friday afternoon. Okay. Um, and he was alert, and he talked with me. He, he let me know that he wasn't gonna be able to do the show. He obviously, you know, was alert enough to let um, – the paramedics know yeah. to tell me that he wasn't going to be available uh but i haven't talked to him since he's not um he's resting right now so they're not you sure know, he's not on his phone and uh i've communicated a little bit with his family but uh, yeah that was the last time I, I spoke with him personally
1: all right man that's tough i i uh, hate to hear that and we don't really know the severity of it completely yet do we
3: no we don't and we're we're communicating and um, you know, as we get more information, we'll, we'll share. But uh, anyway, just he won't be here this week. And we're we hoping that he recovers as, as soon as possible.
1: All right. Good. Thanks for that. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you. All right. Stephen Simcox uh, will be here this afternoon. But no, Matt Mosley and our prayers with him uh, as uh, he is recovering. Uh, at last report, still in the hospital, though, right? Stephen's still in the hospital uh, in the Metroplex. So after a bike accident up there. All right, I want to mention a couple other things uh, about baseball. They continue to uh, go now into the divisional round for uh, for the baseball playoffs. The Astros play the A's, game one this afternoon. Uh, It's on TBS television. It is on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas radio. uh, 307, our time, first pitch today. And they are playing in, are they in San Diego? Is that right? Does that show that? It doesn't show a location. Their uh, American League is playing in San Diego or Los Angeles. So that's where those are being played out. Yankees and the Rays start today as well, Game one. That's tonight at 7 on TBS. And then uh, tomorrow, yeah, it's tomorrow, the Marlins and the Braves play game one, and the Padres and the Dodgers play game one. And those are being played in either Houston or Arlington. Uh, for that series, for the National League series. So they've gone to these neutral sites now for the Division Series. It'll be the same for the Championship Series, and then the World Series will be in Arlington.
2: I kind of like that. It's, it's something different, you know. And Very different. That way you can make sure yes, you are essentially creating a bubble. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I like that idea. And that way you can kind of guarantee there should be a World Series.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, uh, baseball playoffs, continue to watch that. Uh, Astros appear to be a team on a mission this year, and you can understand that, but they'll play the A's coming up beginning this afternoon. All right, got to get out of here. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, our best wishes to Matt Mosley in a speedy recovery. Stay tuned. Game time is next, then unnecessary roughness today at noon. Matt Mosley Show with Tom Barfield and Steven Simcox today at 3.00. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 9. Garrett, thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. And we appreciate you tuning in here on ESPN Central Texas.
0: You know,
5: this moment right here, it's, uh, it's unbelievably believable.